Hey, this is the Asian A Show, where Asian A is all we know. So today, I got my 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 good buddy CP on the line, man, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk stocks. So, so Chris. Yeah. Um. Not much, man. Not much. Um. So, so I I've introduced you introduced me to, to to the stock market, and I've introduced a few people. Um. And and every time. I, I introduce somebody to the stock market. It's a list of questions that they always ask. Yeah. And so, um, and and I know this about 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 the way I did it. I went through um, Robinhood. Robinhood is a is a um, is is a is a friendly app where you kind of got to get your feet wet on your own. You got to do your own research. They give you little tips. They give you updates, but you got to research it yourself. There's no broker. There's nobody telling you nothing. You kind of got to figure it out yourself. And so every time I, I I come across something that I don't understand, I call you, and it it always it it starts a conversation that leads into me having more information than I than I started the conversation with. Yeah. So if we go if we gonna just jump off the bridge, what 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 are stocks? Yeah, so essentially when you are talking about stocks or even in talking about bonds, it's a little it's slightly different. But basically you're with stocks you're buying a share of ownership in a particular corporation. So when you buy one stock, one share of Google, you're essentially buying that percentage, whatever that share breaks down to is one share. You're an owner in the company. That's really what you're doing. And the thought process behind this is or the rationale behind why it's structured this way is that you're investing in the company so then they can go out and make better products and make more money or better services or whatever to make more money, which then in turn raises the share price. So you're being paid a premium on their on the company doing well in the business that they perform in. So that's, that's, that's what it is. Okay. So when you buy bonds as well, that's um, you're investing in the debt that that company has issued for generally the same reason that debt is to help them with whatever it is they're doing in their business to support projects or build buildings, whatever. But it's all the same. You're investing in the corporation and you're in turn getting an ownership share of the corporation. Okay. So the second question I get is how much money do I need before I start buying stocks? Yeah, so you know that one. That's that's an interesting question because you really got to think about it in terms of um, what your goals are, right? So, so check this out. Before let me let me let me intersect real quick. So goals. This is what I I feel like. Anything you do, you should have you should have a a goal in mind. Um, Think about it like playing soccer. If you're if you're if you're blindly trying to score goals, you're not gonna you're not gonna score any. You got to see the goal. So go ahead. You got to have a strategy and a game plan and a route to getting there. You yes, sir. Just, you try to just run down the middle of the field kicking the ball. You're never going to make it down there before somebody takes it from you or something happens, right? Facts. Um, you know, usually you have to pass off. So an example would be like you said, you get to a point in um, exploring the stocks that are available to where you have a question. You don't try to power through that without the answer. You actually defer and say, hold on, all right, I'm going to go back, maybe ask inquire over here maybe talk to me or someone else but you try to get more information and then proceed so that is definitely what is important as well when you're thinking about investing basically investing in general whether we're talking about a business we're talking about the stock market 
it all is goal oriented. So within that, you got to have a goal for your money and you need to think about what is this particular bucket of money that I'm going to invest for, right? So is it for buying a house? Is it for play money? You know, I'm just, I just want to get my feet wet in the market and try to see how it works. So I kind of have a few dollars that are expendable and I'm just going to try it out on some ideas that I had around companies I thought were going to be uh, good investments. You know, is it for retirement? Is it for college for your kids? You know, you just got to think about what that money is for. Um, so I'd say before you got to a particular dollar amount, that would be number one, because that's going to determine how you go about investing that money. Because if it's, you know, I, I want some money for vacation when I turn 40 for my 40th birthday. This is just money I'm going to frivolously spend. I'm not going to be as protective around that as I would be over money that I was using to purchase a home or to save for my kids' um, college uh, tuition or, you know, something important. You see what I mean? So it's really going to be more centered around that, um, I think. So, yeah, so it's a hard it's a hard question to just pinpoint a dollar amount. I would say in order to buy a few shares of anything, you probably at least need a few thousand dollars, to be honest. Like, I don't think you can really get too far invested without a few thousand dollars, because then you can kind of buy a couple of different things and get your feet wet and kind of figure out how the stock market moves, how your money's impacted by news that comes out, and kind of get the feel for um, how it works. And then you can kind of gradually change it up and, and put more in over time and after you kind of get more accustomed to the type of investment that you're using. My advice would be to, uh, if you if you have $2,000, don't don't jump in there with that $2,000. Um, you know, one of the first things, um, piece of advice was that I got was you don't want to spend money that you're going to be emotional over. So make sure, exactly. to make yeah. sure you're not spending your last $2,000 and you're going to be short on the groceries that way. If, the, if it kind of dip, you're going to be, you're going to pull it. You know what I mean? Right. So, so that's a great point. So that you said what I was trying to allude to in just a, a cleaner way, but basically, yeah, you want to have an amount of money that you're not married to. Right. And then again, it still depends on, even if you're not married to it completely, you're okay with some swings in the value and its principal value. If it's invested, what is the money for eventually, right? So with, um, basically I'm saying, so like if you have money that's for a specific thing that you don't want to have be impacted by stock movement or the stock price movement as much, then you want to have that money being less volatile, more safe types of investments. So essentially, you know, you can kind of think about it it goes hand in hand a lot of times. If you are taking risk by investing in vehicles that can go up in value, um, you also have to realize that there's downside as well. So you can't go in there and just only think of just, yeah, I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to put a hundred dollars in, I'm going to make a thousand dollars. Well, sometimes you, in that same investment, you put a hundred dollars in and end up with a dollar. So yeah. just, you have to understand that part of it as well when you're thinking about the money that you're going to use to invest in the stock market for myself and also i would even argue that starting off not to even necessarily look at individual name stocks starting off with some of the investment vehicles that are available like etfs 
mutual funds, things like that, so you can have an understanding of what a investment strategy looks like where they've invested in, so let's say, large cap stocks like the large companies that we know, Chevron, Google, Apple, all those type of companies are all um, kind of put into one investment that you can buy. So you're not buying individual shares. So you're not experiencing their individual price movement. You're experiencing the aggregate movement of all of those um, investments in one pot. So that's another thing as well. You can kind of get around having to do the research and all the work of finding individual stocks and you can go those routes too. So this is what I'm going to say to you guys. If you guys are new to, 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 to investing, new to the stock market, you just heard a lot of information. Start Googling. Like he said, large cap stocks. That, that Google that. Google that. If, if, it, if it's not making sense with what you're reading, call somebody and talk to them. Call your homeboy that, that invests. And, and you guys are going to start talking about all this stuff, and it's going to slowly but surely start making sense to you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good advice, too. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, the thing about the stock market and investing in general, and especially in today's world, is all of this information is available. And everyone that, from the Warren Buffett's all the way down to the, you know, casual investor or the novice investor, is just using information in order to make their decisions. Well, this information is available to all of us. It just takes time to understand where to get it, and then time to time and understanding of where to get it and the time and effort to interpret and understand what to do with it. Yes. So that comes through experience, right? Just like anything you do. Um, when you first do something you don't really know well, it takes you a while to do it. You may be bad at it. You may be okay. But over time, you build up the skills necessary to be um, to be more towards becoming an expert and it becomes easier to navigate. And so that's the thing that you want to do is you want to just get as much information. So like for me, when I started investing, um, I learned about it from a friend of mine and he was investing in energy stocks. And so I just said, all right, you know what? I'm not going to look at a bunch of random stocks to invest in. I'm just going to pick this one energy, this energy sector, which is an aggregate of all energy companies. And then I'm even pair it down more to just oil companies. And I'm only going to look at that one specific industry and companies in that industry. And I'm going to figure out what types of investments I want to place in there. So I've made everything a lot smaller than um, what is advertised um, on, like, let's just say CNBC or Bloomberg or some one of the news outlets for investing. And I just paid attention to the news that was specific around that sector, those companies, and the changes and, and ups and downs that happened with those companies. And then that's where I picked my areas to start investing. See, I was and a little different. That. I was a little different. Um, so you introduced me and then I started reading and I figured I found out that I wanted to be um, I wanted to be to 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 um, Warren Buffett what Kobe is to Michael Jordan. And and so I'm studying Warren Buffett like like Kobe studied Mike. Yeah. And then but then I'm also using what I know um, and I'm using my resources. I'm calling you and I'm kind of blending it all in together like a gumbo. So so yeah. so while I'm learning. So I'm, I'm at some point, my strategy is going to change because um, right now it's, I'm still in the learning stages of all of this. And I'm just taking in yeah. as much knowledge as I can and trying to perfect it. But I got a I got a strategic 
um, um, saving strategy where I'm taking um, once every time I get paid, I take a percentage of that of that that money and I invest it into the stock market. Um, every time I get um, my my podcast um, payment, I put that directly into the stock market. Um, I got a shoebox where I, I don't spend ones. Every month, I take those ones and I put that in the stock market. I'm not missing that money. Um, yeah. Me and my homeboys, Chris included, we go on a lot of trips. Um, it's always a group text. Somebody calling like, "Hey, we about to, let's go here, let's go there, let's go, to, let's go do this." I miss some of those trips on purpose, and I put that money into the stock market. Yeah, yeah. See, so and and just kind of to go back to what you were mentioning earlier about the dollar amount. It's more of like I said, what the money is for, and just kind of your personal approach. Like investing is a very personal. Um, journey and how you arrive at what you invest in and kind of what the money is going to be used for and even what you're willing to stomach in terms of volatility in the market, meaning how much the price changes at any given moment that while your money is invested. Um, those are all kind of personal personal things that you have to be able to realize and understand about yourself because everyone doesn't have the same response. You know, some people, we could think about it, it's essentially legalized gambling in a way. I mean, Think about it. Some people can go to Vegas and go to the craps table and throw down, you know, ten thousand dollars and not bat an eye if they won ten more thousand or lost the ten thousand. Some people go down there, they put down twenty dollars and they lose twenty dollars and they're ready to go home. Yeah. So it's just a it's a very personal thing that you have to figure out about yourself and how you look at the amount of money you're willing. Because at the end of the day, you are risking this money. The amount of money you're willing to risk in the stock market. I'll take it. It's a calculated risk and hopefully you've done your research and you understand the investments you're getting into, but it is a risk. So it's really getting down to your level of tolerance um, and your level of understanding that really is going to make you comfortable with the amount of money you want to put towards a stock investment. I understand. Last one before I let you go. So um, you, you, you mentioned, you mentioned um, investing to some people and the first thing they say is Bitcoin. Give me the difference. So, so a Bitcoin is that I mean that's a currency, it's not a company. So essentially already right there there's fundamental difference in that a company is backed by their product, the capital behind them and everything like that. So Apple has large cash reserves, they have tangible products that they produce and goods and services that they distribute out and are paid for. Bitcoin is similar to what our money is, right? In real and and paper currency, it's intrinsic, right? Value because you say it's worth something. There's nothing behind the value and the money that can determine what price it really is going to be. That's why we saw huge swings in Bitcoin since it's been around. Obviously, you can make money in there, but again, it's understanding the risk associated. So if you know that, hey, I can make you know, let's just throw a crazy number down there. I could put in $2,000 in Bitcoin and make 100000 which people were doing. You could also, on the flip side, there was people that put money in $2,000 and didn't have anything left. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's just the what moves. So the key difference is when Microsoft reports earnings and they don't hit their earnings and they're not making the revenue that they told us they would make, 
and they don't have the contracts or their production is behind schedule and they're not producing the number of computers or whatever, servers or whatever they're producing, and their numbers or their revenues are falling, we understand exactly what the problem is there. And we can say, okay, this is why this happened. Maybe we believe they're going to turn it around. Maybe some things have happened. They've restructured management. Going forward, things can change. So we're going to either invest more or we're going to stay invested where we are. When Bitcoin moves, what are we... I mean, we don't have a real thing to peg it to on the rationale behind why the move happened. Some of the moves in the past have been regulatory concerns about the industry, which is another thing that's still going on. Um, The way they're going to tax certain transactions and the way that they're looking for to identify the way people are moving money. These are all things that aren't really in the control of any one person. And so that's why it's a risky investment. I'm not saying you can't make money there, but I I think it's just a really risky investment and there's nothing to say definitively. This is why the price changed the way it did today. That's why Warren Buffett says it's, it's, it's a gamble, not an investment. Bam. There you go. Right? So when you buy when you buy Ford, you know what Ford makes, right? They produce vehicles, various types of vehicles, but that's what their business is, right? They make trucks, cars, work trucks, work vehicles, all this stuff, right? Engines, everything they make. If they fall short on the deliverables of those goods or those goods are inferior in some way or something negative happens where they lose a contract or even tariffs come in and, and cut into their profitability. You know exactly what it is and what the impact's going to be and why it's happening. So you can then make an educated guess on what to do next. Like I said, the gamble of Bitcoin is you don't know that. It's literally like throwing the dice. That's that's what makes it right? a gamble. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, CP, man, we appreciate you. Um, this is not gonna be his, this is not gonna be CP's last appearance on the show. Every time we talk um, um, finance or we talk investments, we gonna tap in with CP and he gonna he gonna he gonna let us know what he know, man. And we gonna get this ship right. Yeah, you know I'm talking about. Yeah. All right, man. Anytime. All right, man. I appreciate you. All right. Yeah, man. So look, this will this what I'm gonna do. If you're interested in it, if you're interested in it. And if you're interested in it, I'm going to post a link to Robinhood. This is the app that I use. I'm going to post it on my Twitter and I'm going to post it on my Facebook. Um, it's it's a friendly app if, to newcomers. Um, you don't need a crap load of money. My first investment was Starbucks. I bought Starbucks for fifty dollars. It's now I bought it. I don't I don't remember how many shares I bought, but I bought more Starbucks over the time that I started. It's now at like ninety something dollars, so it's it's all the way up. Um. So you don't need a lot. You don't need a, You could buy one share at a time. Any any company you want, and you can learn like that. I'm going to give you this link. The link's going to give you a free share of a company. I don't know which company. It's like a lot. It's like a. It's like a scratch off. You scratch it off. They let you know what company you got. But but using my link will get you a free share into a company. And that's how you can start. Start asking questions. Start Googling. Um, you can listen to my podcast. We're going to have CP on here every so often. If you have any questions, you can you can text me. Not uh, If you don't got my, if you got my number, you can text me. If you don't, you can hit me on social media um, and tell me, ask Chris, <laughs> ask CP, or you, can, or you can just ask me directly. And if I don't know, I'm going to ask CP. 
And let's get it like that, man. I'm going to have a link for you. It's going to be on my social media. It's going to be on my Twitter and it's going to be on my Facebook. Take advantage of it, man. Let's get this money. It's the Agent A Show. Agent A is all we know. You hear me?